0: Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood, or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, hey friend, welcome to Practically Joyful Mom. This is episode five and I'm Mackenzie Tricola. Today, we are talking about something that it kind of feels like doesn't even go with motherhood at all some days. Today, we're talking about fun. Yes, I know, when we become moms, we kind of forget that fun exists sometimes. Because there is absolutely nothing fun about certain aspects of motherhood, like cleaning up when your kid has had a stomach bug, or explaining again and again to your two-year-old why it's not okay to bite other people. But just because motherhood brings a lot of not-fun-at-all moments with it, that doesn't mean that our whole lives have to stop being fun, And we have to just kind of give up and accept that life is going to be miserable for the next couple decades. We are designed to have fun sometimes, to celebrate, to enjoy life, even in the midst of all of the chaos that motherhood and honestly any kind of life brings with it. But we forget this sometimes, right? We forget that we're supposed to have fun and we're supposed to celebrate because all of these demands of little people who are depending on you for their very survival, they drag us down and everything can start to feel like drudgery. Like, okay, one more load of laundry, one more time of doing the dishes. And we forget how to even look forward to things other than nap time or how to just choose to slow down, how to choose to find delight in different things. If we look at the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, it's full of celebrations and feasts. All these different times to say, okay, stop what you're doing, have some good food, and just stop and celebrate. And I think we can really learn a lot from that. I think we've forgotten a lot of that. Our culture definitely celebrates holidays. We celebrate Christmas. We celebrate all these things and You know, we could get into a whole discussion about how they've been commercialized and all those things. But I think in some ways we've forgotten how to have these little celebrations. I mean, celebrate big things. But we're designed to have fun and to celebrate sometimes. America has kind of gone crazy with this in some ways. We have a national day to celebrate burritos. If you didn't know about National Burrito Day, April 2nd. There's a National Day for Donuts, which is June 4th, unless we're talking about cream-filled donuts, and apparently that's September 14th. I didn't know any of this. I had to look it all up. We're kind of crazy about finding these ways to celebrate, right? Because people are designed to celebrate. In American culture, stores start decorating for Christmas before it's even Halloween sometimes. And we could say that's just consumerism, that's just stores wanting to make as much profit as they can, but they wouldn't start decorating like that if people didn't start buying Christmas things months before. I think this just says something about our human nature, that we like to look forward to things, we like to look forward to celebrations, and I think we have this desire because God put it deep inside of our hearts. We are looking forward to a lot of things in the future. In the Old Testament, all of those feasts and celebrations I talked about, a lot of what they were looking forward to was when Jesus, when the Messiah would come, even though they didn't necessarily always know that's what was going on. And now we're in this different place in history and we can look forward to heaven to being with Jesus. When the Bible talks about heaven, there's a lot of feasting, there's a lot of celebrating, there's a lot of enjoyment and delight and fun. We can look forward to that time. And I think there's a lot to be said for having things in life that we get to look forward to because we have this way that we're designed to want to look forward to things, to want to celebrate things and While we shouldn't just get caught up in, you know, hedonism and always chasing pleasure and just our own enjoyment, I think there really is a place for celebration and for fun in our lives, especially as moms, especially as the leaders of our family in a lot of ways, the leaders of the mood of our home. We can set the tone of celebration and of fun. I've been really enjoying, as I plan out these podcast episodes, Looking at how a topic is portrayed in the Bible and then just kind of doing a quick Google search to see what scientific research is out there. Now, I'm not going super in depth, I'm just kind of a surface level thing, but I just Googled, you know, scientific studies about anticipation. And there were all these studies talking about how looking forward to something lights up different areas of the brain and it's tied to happiness because we enjoy looking forward to things. So, that's one of the big things we're going to talk about today is celebrations and looking forward to things as a way to add more joy in our lives. These last few months for all of us have been kind of crazy. I'm recording this in 2020 and back in March, April when things were really shut down, I was really struggling because when I looked at my calendar, there was nothing to look forward to. No trips, no school vacations, because there was no real school. It was all virtual. There were no playdates on the calendar. There was nothing. Like I would have been excited to see a dentist appointment on my calendar at this point. And I was stuck in this bleak feeling of there's just nothing to look forward to. So we started a simple everyday celebration in my house and we just call it tea time. It's kind of a funny misnomer because basically it's just our afternoon snack time, but we did some things to make it extra special and fun. And I said it's a misnomer to call it tea time because my kids don't really like to drink tea. They try sometimes, but they don't really. So tea time at our house is just our afternoon snack time, but we've made it more exciting we turn on some really nice lovely music like some calm piano music something that we can all enjoy something really beautiful I drink coffee my kids drink hot chocolate maybe milk water we have a simple snack it's usually nothing super fancy we cut up an apple we cut up some pears have some cheese and crackers but we make it a special celebration We don't have to wait for Christmas. We don't have to wait for Easter for 4th of July to celebrate and enjoy life. So we have our music. We have our food. We enjoy our time together. Sometimes we'll put some essential oil in the diffuser so there's a nice scent in the background. We drink our drinks. We eat our food. Usually we'll read a short Bible story or like a devotional We've been reading lately the book Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. If you're familiar at all with the Jesus Storybook Bible uh, by Sally Lloyd-Jones, this is by the same author, and I really love the way she breaks down these big theological ideas and makes them really simple for littles to understand. So this is the tea time that we started, to have an everyday celebration, to have something to look forward to. Now, This helped me get out of that disaster mom, hot mess mom mode of feeling like we just have nothing to look forward to. There's nothing on our calendar. It gave us something to look forward to every day. But it doesn't look perfect. It doesn't look amazing. It does not look Pinterest perfect. Sometimes our tea time lasts five minutes or by the time I've gotten everyone to finally sit down, the first kid who sat down is done and ready to get up. Sometimes it looks like me getting frustrated because I keep saying, okay, everybody, let's sit down for tea time, and no one's listening, and I get frustrated, and I have a bad attitude. But a lot of days, it turns into just a few minutes where we all sit together, and we just rest, and we just celebrate. We just take some time to say, wow, what a great life we have And one of the things I really like to do during this time, and I think you could apply this to a lot of different celebrations, is to just stop and pause and notice all five of my senses and notice something wonderful for each of them, something to be thankful for. So at tea time, my sense of taste, I'm tasting coffee or tea or whatever food we have, I get to smell the coffee, smell the food, smell the essential oil if we have that going, um, touch the nice warm mug of something hot to drink or touch my kids' faces um, touch the food that we're eating my sense of hearing, I get to listen to beautiful music and just let it calm me down especially if it's been a long, long day and then the last of those five senses is sight and I try really hard to make it a point at these tea times to just sit and look around the table and look at each little face and just think for a second about how blessed I am to be spending this day with them. Whatever crazy meltdown they had in the morning, whatever thing is going on, just to stop and take a moment to be thankful for them. And I like to try to say something to them like, I'm so glad I get to be with you today or I'm so lucky to spend time with you today. I'm So glad we have this minute together. It's just a time to stop, to pause, and to just celebrate our everyday lives. Not wait for a big holiday when I put a lot of pressure on myself to have all the perfect traditions. Once it hit summer, after some pandemic lockdown months, once it hit summer, we started to do this in the backyard as a picnic, or we'd go to a park and have a picnic. And it was just so beautiful to be outside, to slow down, to just pause. So this is one example of what I mean by an everyday celebration. These simple things that we can do to just build some fun into our everyday lives, to just have a time where you stop. Now, this tea time idea might not work for you. It might not work for your family, for your schedule, for your routines. So there are lots of other ways you could build an everyday sort of celebration into your life. And it doesn't have to be every day. could be once a week, it could be uh, once a month, but this is the idea of having regular things that you do to just stop and to celebrate and to enjoy life and to have something you're looking forward to. So some other things my family does, uh, every Friday we have pizza and a movie night, and I think I mentioned this in a different episode. It basically just started because by Friday night I'm done and I don't want to cook and I don't want to figure out what's for dinner so we have frozen pizza and we watch a movie but it has become this really delightful time that even my two-year-old knows if I say it's Friday he says that means we get to watch a movie and eat pizza and they look forward to it I look forward to it it's just a really nice family time it's not fancy it's not a lot of extra work for me it's just something we get to do to celebrate Another thing we do is Saturday mornings, we usually make breakfast burritos, not like to add something to my list of cooking, but just because we can enjoy listening to music, being in the kitchen together, we usually try to have Saturday be kind of a slow rest day, and so this is just a nice way to start it, to just have this slow morning, eat something we want to eat, just enjoy and celebrate, hey, it's the weekend, it's our rest day, we can just relax. So these are a few ideas of everyday celebrations that I've enjoyed doing, that my kids, my husband have enjoyed doing. Little ways that we can just say, hey, I'm going to add some joy to my day. I'm going to add some celebration. And when we're doing these celebrations, we can stop and talk to our kids, talk with our families about, wow, you know how much we look forward to this. Now just think how much we get to look forward to to heaven we get to look forward to being with Jesus we get to look forward to these things that really really matter so much more than our tea time or these other things but we can think about that idea that's deep within us of wanting to look forward to things to look ahead we can build it into everyday life and make life fun it doesn't have to be all put on your shoes get ready for bed get in the car please sit down please buckle up it's okay to have fun with our families and to do it in a way that doesn't put a lot of extra weight on our shoulders. I think one of the things I really love the most about these kind of everyday celebrations is that we don't have to put a lot of pressure on ourselves for it to be perfect. If you listened to episode one, you know that I'm passionate about this idea of changing our perspectives and our practices to move out of hot mess mom mode or Pinterest perfect mom mode. And so the big perspective shift here for me is that we can add joy in little ways, with little every day or every week or every month kind of celebrations in our lives. And we don't have to just stay stuck in feeling like everything is drudgery, everything is hard work, everything is mess. In motherhood, we can have these times where we intentionally pause and stop and just enjoy. At the same time, we can have the perspective shift that says, it's okay if tea time lasts two minutes today and maybe we get 10 minutes tomorrow. It doesn't have to be perfect. I think I keep mentioning Christmas and other big holidays. As moms, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves for those times to be so great to be so memorable to be so wonderful there's nothing wrong with wanting to do a lot of nice things at Christmas a lot of nice things for birthdays but we can put so much pressure to try to make it be perfect and so I think having the perspective of these little everyday celebrations where it doesn't have to be extra added stress it's just a time to celebrate and have fun so that's our perspective shift We can add some joy with these everyday celebrations and we can take the pressure off of making it feel perfect. So the practice then is to think about what you could do, what works for your family, to add some little everyday celebrations in your life. So maybe some of the things I mentioned that my family does work great for your family. Maybe they don't because of schedules, because of your kids' ages. So There are lots of ideas of things you could do daily, weekly, monthly to just add some extra joy. So that's the practical challenge for this episode is to maybe just start with choosing one celebration that you want to add to your family's life. Some other ideas of things that I've heard other people do. Or that you could do is like having a special meal after church on Sunday, having a certain thing, even if it's mac and cheese, something that your kids like and look forward to, or having a hike at a special place once a week or once a month, a Saturday afternoon dance party or a Friday night dance party, or having once a month pajama day on the weekend where everyone just hangs out in their pajamas and just chills. You could have cinnamon roll Sunday And if you want to make them from scratch, great. If you don't, buy a can at the store and let it be one day where your kids get to have some sugar if that is not going to totally destroy them. This idea of everyday celebrations is not about adding more stress, not about adding an extra thing to your to-do list, not about something else that you should be doing, but it's about finding things that your family enjoys, that you can do on a regular basis to just celebrate, to celebrate everyday life without having to wait for big events, for big celebrations. It's about just pausing and stopping and saying, here's something we love to do together as a family. We're making time for it. It's about saying, we're just going to choose to enjoy our everyday lives just the way they are, We're going to celebrate the life we have now instead of waiting for things to change, waiting for something to be different. It's just a way of stopping regularly, whether it's every day or every week, and just choosing to celebrate and enjoy the life you have right now. So that's my challenge to you for this week, is to choose one everyday kind of celebration that you could start with your family. Remember, make it something you will enjoy. Your kids will enjoy something that won't add a lot of extra stress. And give yourself grace. Let it be something simple. Let it be easy. Let it be fun. Thanks for being here today and for sharing this time with me. I will see you next week. Same time, same place for another episode. And I would absolutely love to hear from you what celebrations, what everyday fun you're planning to incorporate into your family's life. You can DM me on Instagram at Practically Mom, or you can email me at PracticallyJoyfulMom@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And I also wanted to make sure to mention from last week's episode about blessings, if you did not grab that blessings guide free download PDF, you can still do that. It's easy to grab if you just go to bit.ly blessingsguide bit.ly slash blessings guide thanks again for taking the time to be here today and let's choose joy together friends